Hey, it's Bill from the Pennsylvania Rock Show. This is episode number six of Three Questions in a Song. A quick explanation of that is I'm going to ask Chip from Chip and the Charge Ups three questions. Two of them are of my own thoughts. And the third one will be coming from Jonna from First Angel Media. Chip will answer the questions. He'll tell us about one of their songs. We'll play the song. And Chip will ask a question of next episode's band. That's pretty much it. So, Chip, what's up? How's it going, Bill? And no, that's not one of the three questions. <laughs> oh, man, this is going to be harder than I thought. Okay, so, so Chip, if there was one thing that you would change in the Pittsburgh scene, what would it be? I would love to see more all-ages venues. Um, the all-ages venues that are out there now are, are pretty great. Um, I just don't think there's, you know, there's not like a whole lot of them um, with you know, with good, uh, sound and lights and stage, um, that are, uh, affordable for, you know, younger bands to, um, to rent out for the evening and, uh, and to put on a show. Um, like I said, there's, there's some good ones. Uh, Black Forge, um, Hambones is all ages friendly. Um, you know, Smiling Moose is good, um, and so forth. And there, you know, there's a, a few other really good ones as well, but, you know, I'd love to see the younger bands have more choice, um, and then to to bring younger people into um, the Pittsburgh music scene. You know, get the the teenagers fired up about uh, fired up uh, up about Pittsburgh music. You know, the the national concerts that come to town um, are packed with you know music loving teenagers. I would just love to see more local uh, shows that appeal to that demographic. It's funny that that's your answer. My my next door neighbors just posted a new Facebook page that I caught yesterday, and they are opening a venue about a oh, mile, mile from here, and um, okay. they're going to have podcasting in there and production work. Um, there's going to be a stage, and they're going to do shows Fridays and Saturdays, and they're planning on doing some under twenty one stuff. Sweet. So yeah, I think that's exactly what you know, what the, uh, the region needs more of that. So kudos to them for, uh, you know, making the investment, um, you know, giving giving the younger bands a place to play. Hey, you ready for number two? Absolutely. Hey, I've been wondering this and, uh, I noticed even the shoes match. So my question is, <laughs> how was the band's stage attire chosen? Um, great question. Well, we were, um, uh, in the initial stages, of um, you know coming out as a, a band and everything and discussing okay what do we what do we want to be visually what do we want um, our fans to see when they're looking at the stage and you know we had some ideas and you know the the ideas that we were kicking around um, maybe they were good but they weren't great and Melina our bass player um, who is also my daughter she came up with the idea of the look that we have, you know, the, uh, the black collared shirts, the gold ties, black skinny jeans and Converse. And, you know, we all kind of were like, yeah, that is a good idea. We should go for that. And, um, you know, we liked it. And, you know, as soon as we start utilizing that, that look live, you know, we got such great feedback from it and, you know, people really responded to it and it was just like, you know, something that really stuck. So Melina gets all the credit for that one. And that's, I said there was not going to be any segues, but 
Melina is kind of the topic of question number three. Okay. <laughs> so what is it like to play in a band with your daughter? And do you ever find yourself battling between being a band member and being a dad? Uh, being in a, in a band with my daughter has been unexpectedly great. I mean, it's just, um, you know, we're, we're a really close family. And to be able to share in something is like a band and trying to grow the band together is just a really, really cool um, experience for us. And I think that the audience reacts to it um, pretty well as well. You know, they're, they're you know, they, 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 they notice, um, you know, that we're, we're a family and um, they think it's cool. And, you know, it, it kind of sets us apart. There's not many uh, dad and daughter bands, you know, out there. So um, it's really, you know, it's it's just an awesome, awesome thing for fans, awesome thing um, for us. And, you know, in terms of, you know, do I battle uh, being a dad and, and uh, being a bandmate, you know, I, I really got to give credit to Melina. She is, um, she's an awesome human, human being. Um, she is such a team player when it comes to the band. Uh, she's, um, you know, she, she is dedicated to, um, being a great musician and being a great performer. And, um, you know, that, that just, you know, it, it makes it cool. Like, it's not like one of those, one of those dad things where I have to be like, did you do your homework yet? You know, it's just <laughs> like, we all, we, we both want the same thing, which is for, um, Chip and the Chargers to grow and to succeed. And, um, you know, we just, we, we put our all into it and, um, you know, she does a, a great job at that and that, you know, her, her contribution really makes that whole, um, that, that dynamic, uh, of being a dad in the band, um, kind of irrelevant, you know, it's, it's worked out really well for us and, um, you know, it, uh, I, I really give credit to her. Uh, for being a really mature kid. Okay. So next one I need from you is like a storyteller's version of Sunshine Take Me Away. Oh, uh, okay. That's um, really timely. Um, I'm not sure you know, uh, how how long it'll be before uh, this Before airs, we see the sun. I know you're, uh, you turn around stuff really quick, so it probably won't be, uh, won't be too long. April 1st. April 1st. Okay, cool. Well, you know, kind of like Pittsburgh weather is almost like predictable. We may have um, an, a warm day between <laughs> between now and then if we're lucky. But um, you know, the, the song "Sunshine Take Me Away" was originally inspired by um, Pittsburgh weather, like this time of year, like uh, you know, late late winter, early spring, where it just feels like we have been under gray skies for like nine months i mean the winters just can feel so long here um and you just you know it, when you get to this point after enduring the winter you just want to get out of the house and see some sunshine you know you want to you want to be in the sunshine you want to be in the, at the pool you want to be at the beach and um you know that was kind of the um the original inspiration behind the song longing for um the sunshine the warm days and so forth and this song was actually co-written by the uh the the guy who produced this song um who was sean mcdonald 
Um, Sean has made his name uh, working with um, well-known acts like Gene the Werewolf and regionally the Clerks, um, and we had talked about working together for some time. So finally, we had the opportunity to work together. Uh, he and I did uh, did this song together, and you know, lyrically, we both developed it and kind of made it metaphorical, where it wasn't just about um, you know a change in the weather; it was about you know a, a long lost love that you hope to reunite with. So um, you know, it kind of has a, a dual meaning, uh, but really strikes at that yearning for you know after being. Uh, cold and alone for so long, you know, you need some light in your life. Okay, so we're going to take a moment and listen to Sunshine Take Me Away by Chip and the Charge Ups, and then we'll come back and wrap things up and get the question for Love Stallion.
so that was Sunshine Take Me Away by Chip and the Charge Ups. Um, Chip, what I need from you now is that question that Love Stallion is going to get to answer for you. Sweet. Well, I would like to know when a fan goes to see Love Stallion live, what do they see, hear, or experience that is something that they won't uh, see, hear, or experience when seeing another band live? That's an excellent question. And now you need to listen to the April 15th episode to hear their answer. <laughs> awesome. Everybody, I'll be including Chip. <laughs> All right, so this has been episode six of Three Questions in a Song. Make sure you check us out every two weeks at buildthescene.com or podcasterscene.com. And uh, don't forget, if you have a longer drive, you should check out the other podcasts that we do. By we, I mean me, <laughs> the Pennsylvania Rock Show. And uh, there are 14 other podcasts listed at Podcast You're Scene, all based on um, unsigned music of different genres. So make sure you check those out as well. Chip, thanks for being on the show. Thanks so much for having me, Bill. It's always a pleasure. Are, do you, are, are you playing out in the middle of a field in the middle of nowhere this summer? Uh, probably. Uh, you know, um, you know which one I'm referring, referring to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if what you're referring to is Iceland Ballfield, yeah, we will be there for Gigaroo on July 6th. Nice. Okay, so if you guys don't get a chance to see them uh, before then, uh, Gigaroo is 20 bucks, it's two nights, and it benefits a local child battling some sort of um, disease that needs some help. It's great. Great cause. Make sure you go to rockforlifeconcert.com to find out more about that.